Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So this might be fun. One Australian entrepreneur, and I guess he goes by the term entrepreneur, wants to remake the Olympics, but with drugs. I love this. Aaron D'Souza has announced the Enhanced Games, a drug test-free sporting event that aims just to reward a new roided up class of athletes (laughs) i mean they don't have to be roided up but they you know they'd be enhanced with other you know performance enhancing drugs uh he claims that they have an anonymous sprinter to have beaten usain bolt's 100 meter record Uh uh-huh now uh desoso or desouza uh, the president and founder of Enhanced Games, uh, he told The Guardian he has two famous athletes on board, no word on which ones, and a bunch of Silicon Valley investors interested. Again, no specifics. He said the event will include five categories, track and field, swimming, weightlifting, gymnastics, and combat sports. I mean, I'm watching. Okay, I'm watching. Uh, Enhanced Games says it's fighting a battle for the soul of sports the event's website accuses traditional athletic competitions like the olympics of being anti-science and shaming enhanced athletes it's about time someone has recognized this okay now of course representatives from the olympics have spoken out saying ah no he's promoting unhealthy practices And the Olympic Committee out of Australia has said that enhanced games are both dangerous and irresponsible. So, it will be fun to watch. And it's your choice. If you explode on the mat because you're full of roids, I mean, you know, I hope you're recording. I am definitely watching Enhanced Games. Welcome. You know it's never going to happen, right? Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So for those of you listening live, today is the 30th of June, 2023. I know. Dry your eyes. It's the end of Pride Month. But it also means that we are right around the corner of getting into July, which means I need a vehicle inspection. And I've had this story. I was so happy when I heard that our legislature here in the great state of Texas was getting rid of mandatory vehicle inspections. I was so happy. I was like, yes, finally, the government is working on getting rid of something not so fast fat man uh they're getting rid of it in the state of texas except for uh, i don't know there's like 15 or 17 counties that will still continue with the inspections and of course i live in one that uh still requires the inspection now under current law most vehicles are required to undergo the vehicle safety inspection which is just it's a money maker it's a my plus if you have the if you have a vehicle let's say i'm not talking about my vehicle of course that would be this would be wrong but let's say your engine light is on and it does you don't pass the inspection then you have to go back and do it again you can't get the re-up for your for your new license every year another money maker so you have to you know reset your vehicle so that there's no engine light on you got to put about 40 to 45 to 50 miles 
on your vehicle after you reset it then you have to go take the inspection so that there's no there's no issue with the inspection not saying that i would ever recommend doing something like that but you can get by the inspection that way and it works however i was so happy that i wasn't gonna have to do that anymore they were just gonna charge they still want the money don't be wrong the state still wants the money so they're still gonna charge you seven dollars and fifty cents every year just to keep your vehicle on there just to just to get a light just to get your license plate hey he's gonna re-up yeah okay all right that's fine and we just want to make sure you have insurance and we have you in our system so pay us some money okay fine but no no not true now i was thinking well how many is there every state every state has some kind of inspection there are some states that just take money from you oh you wanted to drive a car oh okay give us money and there are plenty of states that still have uh safety inspections okay all right i mean i think you can tell if you use the jeff fisher economic indicator the chewing the fat economic indicator you'll know how good the economy is doing and how well cars are being maintained when you see multiple cars breaking down along the highway the economy is not doing well because people are taking longer to fix their cars and they don't have the money to do the upkeep so they're just breaking down and people are then you know being forced to find a way to fix their cars but that is the chewing the fat economic indicator you can take that for uh you know for what it's worth but my whole point behind it was i was so happy i wasn't gonna have to pay this stupid thing and have the car inspected Eh, but no i'm not that lucky then i'm reading a story about new zealand as they are trying to rid their islands of rats and i'm like yeah let's move to new zealand okay and they still have vehicle inspections too so i can't get away from it anyway the government apparently is every government around the globe or on the flat earth surface has uh, decided that they can make money by just charging you for your vehicle inspections and do they do however so i'm reading about new zealand getting rid of the rats and they want to get rid of everyone i mean rats are taking over and they want to protect other wildlife from these rats and i'm all for that i 100 percent. let's get i freaking hate rats all right and i know maybe somewhere there's a purpose for them i don't know where that is it isn't in my life okay i want them gone because you think about this i was trying to figure out how they multiply so one story says two rats can become fifteen thousand in a year the other story says two rats can become like 1300 in a year still that's too many all right that's way too many i mean when rats start doing rat business it's a done they're just cranking them out everywhere <laughs> i just i hate them i hate them and if you ever had any kind of rat issue in your home it's agonizing agonizing and i have been yelled at for how i used to get rid of them because for me the best way to get rid of them and i've had an issue with you know living in florida a couple times i've had some rat issues in my home and so uh you know i i put out the glue strips and they get stuck on the uh, uh, and then they roll over and they get more stuck uh, uh, and you come out and you find them all stuck in glue on the glue strip and rats man they would try to gnaw their legs off to get off the glue stick but it only makes it worse um and then you just you know you just throw it away hello goodbye rat take care and sometimes they're still laying there on the on the rat this is how terrible of a person i am i know i know 
but you know they they're just laying there on the rat on the glue strip you just have to throw them away sorry about it take care <laughs> that one rat i will never forget him and i got him i knew he was in my garage i heard him out there several times so i i went in my garage and uh i stood there and then i shut the door and shut the light off i shut the light off and shut the door but i stayed in the garage and i just waited till i heard and i flipped the light on and then i hear and he climbed the the garage door springs up along the top of the garage door and above there there was an opening to go up into the attic in the house and he turned as i'm standing there looking at him he turns we on the top of the garage door he looks at me dishes a cigarette butt and jumps up into the hole i was so pissed i was so i i was i will not be denied the death of this rat i finally caught him thank you <laughs> anyway new zealand trying to get rid of all their rats now they have and they're they have this great rat extermination plan that they're working on and they have i mean they have got some places that are fenced in and they patrol them trying to keep the predators away from these special birds they want to save and they're just their point is we want to get rid of the rats now the rats came there i don't know you know hundreds of years ago when the ships showed up and brought the rats with them and now they're just you know everywhere of course but in this story they show this rat killing machine it's called uh it's made by good nature and it's a self-resetting trap okay and it's ideal according to the story for remote sanctuaries where traps cannot be checked regularly I would say these bad boys are ideal for any rat area ever. If I could have had this, I would have loved it because you set it up and they set it up on an angle. So the rat crawls in it. And when the rat calls in, oh, the thing springs down and crushes his head and kill, you know, obviously kills rat. And then it comes back and it springs back up and the body falls out and they re, you know, recycles back into the earth. That's what they, that's what they do. Why they do it out in the, in the woods, in the forest so that it, you know, recycles the rats. It just falls down and the other animals come and eat it or it goes back to mother nature into the earth. But if you were to have this in your, I don't know, garage, you would just find the body laying there and throw it away. It would be awesome. And you get to use it over and over again. Like those rat those glue strips you got you know it's the one time use <laughs> so i want one i want one i want one of these good nature sanctuary rat traps that's all I, that's all i'm saying i just want one so they're not that expensive i was looking they do have some home models of the old good nature rat trap there's like a couple hundred bucks uh not bad you could probably get one on amazon cheaper uh if you're a amazon prime member uh and it's it works on and they have like a it's an automatic paste pump with us oh yeah you replace the co2 canister that's what crushes it down and it's a pet friendly mouse trap oh okay so you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about the little cat <laughs> boy it'd be a shame if the cat got in there wouldn't it it sure would jeff I mean, look, there's more humane ways. I know. Uh, you, know you can use the, what's the decon? Use the decon. But what happens with decon is that they eat the decon 
and then it dries them out. I mean, it literally just dries them to death. So they either crawl off and die between the walls or up in the, you know, insulation. And, you know, you never see it again until you, you know, put in new insulation. And then, oh, look, there's eight dead rat bones. Okay. But all, they also, what happens is it dries them out so bad when you normally find them, like, back behind the washing machine and stuff. Because they're so dried out, they start gnawing on the washing machine. They're, they're looking for water. And they know, you know, they feel that dampness in, that, in the washing machine uh, hose. So they're back there so they end up dying you know behind the washing machine so i do you know you do get to see anyway it's just uh i've had some battles uh, over the years and uh i've one house oh man i was so pissed i was laying there one night i was laying there one night and you're just about asleep and you hear above you and you're like what the hell oh man the hunt is on then that's all I'm saying. The hunt is off. Right? Thank you. And, you know, that that's frowned upon. And so that's why I got the glue strips. Because <laughs> uh, it's frowned upon for several reasons. One is you're shooting off the firearm in your home. Uh, you know. And the other is you're putting holes in the ceiling and you're pissed and you're shooting holes through walls and shooting stuff in the garage. <laughs> still works though okay so a while ago we had uh sounds from orangutans that uh and I, I think it was the san antonio zoo might have been the waco zoo i can't remember which zoo i gotta go back and find out because we still have the audio of the orangutans counting and speaking and uh it goes like this you obviously can tell what he's saying or she. Right. Okay. Now, we now have news from the University of Warwick, who doesn't love the University of Warwick. Researchers there are saying findings, findings that provide clues around the evolution of human speech, okay, as well as human beatboxing. According to the findings, male orangutans produce noises known as chomps, together with grumbles while females produce kiss squeak sounds at the same time as rolling calls so the males are doing these grumbles uh saying where you at baby and the females are doing their kiss squeak sounds, saying uh, i'm right here uh come and take care of a little orangutan business so here's the male How does that? <laughs> uh, we gotta have the kiss squeak from the females, though. Yeah. Now, how much do you love me? Now, how much do you love me? I know. I know. Look, I. It's the University of Warwick, not me. All right. They're just chomping and squeaking and doing some orangutan business all right speaking of animals all right so we there's a story that talking about how uh, orca whales are attacking again they we talked about it a while ago where they've i mean they've sunk a couple of ships 
uh, sailing sailing yachts. And so now killer whales have attacked another few sailing ships. Uh, one team Jajo of Amsterdam and the Mirpurai Trifork Racing of Portugal on Thursday afternoon. They have some amazing footage of how these giant killer whales, the orcas, were coming down and uh, smashing the rudder. And they just and they're they're making their noises. And we're to believe originally that they said they felt that one of the orcas was harmed by a yacht and has now warned all these other orcas you know these are humans and they're against us and they hurt me so we've got to take them down and then they attack the yachts right so we're if, and if you believe that that's fine and now they're spreading out i mean the news is getting out right the orcas get together they have their little ayahuasca parties they're they're smoking a little ocean dope and they're saying hey yeah, we brought we brought one down last week it won't mess with us again and so they're they're now they're attacking more people okay enough already all right it's time for the human humans first all right it's time for when you're out sailing on these yachts and you see the orcas coming up turn the cameras off okay i'm gonna help you out here on chewing the fat so you don't get in trouble okay but you will be saving more people all right by doing this turn the cameras off and as soon as you know the cameras are off the whales start coming up close to the boat and then you may need a bigger rifle but you get my point because the news will get out that the next time the orcas get together at their ayahuasca party smoking a little ocean dope they're going to be saying oh no 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 we lost a few last time they're fighting back we can't attack those ships anymore and it'll be over so i solved your problem for you okay you're welcome all right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. <sighs> you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me on YouTube, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can order a cameo from me. Uh, that's not free. Uh, at, at JeffyJFR. You can always email the show at chewingthefat at theblaze.com. I appreciate it. And if you are a subscriber, tell your friends, tell your family that they need to subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I got another email, in fact, uh, from someone, and I apologize. I don't have it open in front of me right now, but uh, saying that they did actually uh, follow through as a subscriber. Someone asked, hey, what are you listening to? And they said, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. It's the rules. You have to do it. I don't know why. I mean, I appreciate you letting me know that it's happening, but you know the rules, and if you're a subscriber... Uh, the word will get to me. Uh, you know, I appreciate you letting me know that you're doing it. It's when you don't do it that uh, when I find that out, then I'm coming after you. Okay. And if you're listening to this right now and you're not a subscriber, um, you need to subscribe. Okay. I know everybody likes free stuff and the podcast is free. Nobody likes a freeloader. Okay. So just remember that. All right. I did see something a little strange. I, you know, if you subscribe to the show, I always say, hey, you can, uh, you know, you can listen on whatever platform warms the little cockles of your heart. However, if you use Stitcher, you most likely got an email that said uh, from Stitcher, we have decided to discontinue operation of the Stitcher app and website effective August 29th, 2023. 
Thank you for giving us the opportunity over the last decade to create the best possible podcast listening experience. The podcast ecosystem would be uh, would not be where it is today without listeners like you. But hey, screw off because we're closing. That no, was just me, not them. Uh, please be sure to continue to support all of your favorite shows wherever they can be found. We realize you may have some questions. I do, actually. I do have some questions. Uh, let's see if they answer them. Hopefully, the information below will help you understand how this change affects you. That's not my questions. I want to know what kind of piss-poor management has been running this joint. What are you doing closing it down? I don't understand. Sure, you're going to be able to transfer your shows and listening history to another app, you know, before the 29th of August. Because once we shut it down, you're done. Okay, it's over. When we pull, we pull the plug, it's over. All right. Now, I, I guess I could li- go to their FAQ page. I wonder if that'll tell me about their piss-poor management. I mean, you know, why they're closing up. Uh, did they did they get sold? I, did I miss something? I, I don't really know. Oh, I did. I did actually miss something. I went to their FAQ page. Uh, we'll see. How can I take my... Okay, what can I sign up for... Why can't I sign up for Stitcher Premium? So is there will there still be Stitcher Premium? No, they are no. They're, I mean, they are completely shutting down. They're not. They're not driving people to premium. They're saying, hey, if you were using us for free, that's over. No, they are just done. Wow. Okay, so there you have it. Uh, anyway, just a reminder: <laughs> if you use Stitcher, you're going to have to find uh, another platform to use. Um, before August 29th. Well, after August 29th, you will because there won't be a Stitcher. But if you have shows saved, like many of us do, you'll have to you know move them to whatever platform allows you to move the Stitcher. I'd like to. You're probably going to get an email. Hey, it'll pop up on the app. Now we're not accepting that. <laughs> oh, wait. I thought you guys. Yeah, no. Now you got to go through us. I. You know who knows. I just. Everything changes so much. Like Geraldo Rivera, I told you. I told you when he when they talked about when he said he was uh when he got the boot on the 5 that he's going to be over. I mean, he's just he said for now he's on Fox and I knew that he would quit and then he did. Uh they gave him a big send-off this morning on Fox and Friends though, which was pretty amazing. Um uh, Good for him. Good for her. He deserves it. He's been on the air forever. I used to see him from time to time. His mom or his, somebody that he knew, one of his one of his people used to live in uh, Tampa Bay, so he would come to the station ever so often, and he would stop in on the mornings, and you know, and he's he would just buzz the buzzer, uh, you know, our our morning show and station nine seventy WFLA, the mothership at the time. Um, I mean, still the mothership, but at the time it was at, in the. 4002 Gandhi Boulevard, which doesn't exist anymore, by the way. Uh, they'd have to buzz us. And it would just, bzzz, hello, that's Geraldo. Oh, okay, let me jump up and I'll just let you in. And I did. But he's gone now. Have a nice day. So, my prediction the other day, as he goes to CNN, I'm sticking with that. No more than three months. Through next three months, Geraldo, they got to hit it strong now while he still has his Fox audience that follows him. And come to CNN, he'll do, you know, he'll be a reporter at large for CNN. 
they're offering me uh, more leeway for my reporter at large work and i'm gonna do a cnn podcast on sailing and he'll talk about his boat it'll be uh, i'm geraldo rivera and this is cnn Maybe he can report uh, on South Korea. I saw where, this would be a good idea for Geraldo to go cover this. Uh, I see where uh, South Koreans now are one or two years younger. Okay, So the country changed its age counting method. Up until now, most of the country said uh, people are a year old at birth and tagged on a year every January 1st. Now, South Koreans will be zero at birth and turn a year older on their actual birthday. I always thought that was kind of strange. I'm kind of with them. I don't know why they changed it. Kind of with them that you're, when we start, we do that here, right? I mean, we start people out at zero and you're one after the year instead of two. I mean, you've already been alive, if you believe you, it's actually a baby in the mother's womb. I don't know. Uh, the baby's already been alive for quite some time. <laughs> uh, what does it take? Uh, it takes a little bit of time for that thing that starts out as a Volkswagen or a piece of broccoli and then it turns into a kid somehow once it hits the air. I, I don't know how it works. It's some kind of weird thing. But I always thought that was a little strange that uh, we don't do that, that you're not one. But South Korea gave in. And they gave into the U.S. because they want our help when China comes in. And they want to say, look, we're just like you. Please help. And we will. That's Taiwan, Jeff. Don't you know it? Yeah, I know. Okay. But I'm just telling you. Just mark my words. Okay. China will be coming to South Korea one day. And North Korea wants it as well. So they need our help. Get over it. Okay. Just leave me alone. So I can't decide whether I'm going to go see uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny or if I just wait for it to come out on streaming because it'll be out on streaming in about, I don't know, a week, uh, maybe two. Uh, They should have just released it on a streaming platform anyway, but they can't do that because it's Harrison Ford. Okay, I got you. But uh, all the reports of the new Dial of Destiny. And I think, I think that they're going to be lucky to get, it's going to be more like, oh my gosh, this is just, what are we doing? What is happening? So, I mean, I know they use their de-aging AI technology in some scenes and that just, I hope it works good. That's fine. I know we go back to the Nazis and, uh, the thing, you know, and George Lucas and Spielberg, you know, I mean, they created this a long time ago and they should have just ended it and been done. But they can't do it. They can't come up with any new ideas. So we got to make the money. Harrison's 80 or 85 or 90 or 95 or whatever the hell he is. He's been working. He's doing shows. He's doing 1923 with uh, Taylor Sheridan. And he, did, he did this. He's a busy man. Of course, nobody's working now. 
because uh, we got the writer strike and the actors are getting ready to join them. So it's going to be a while. You know, I was thinking about that. When when do we break the picket line to the studios or do the studios give in? Because if the actors go, and it looks like they will, uh, the studios are going to have to bend the knee to the writers and the actors. They're going to have to. They, so much content is being missed now that we're going to be paying for it as consumers for a year, maybe more, until we can get new content to our for our entertainment. I mean, there's only so many repeats I can watch. Okay, only so many shows. There's a lot of good shows out there, and there are there were a number of shows that were already done that have been put out. Um, you know, I've been hooked on uh, Joe Pickett on Paramount Plus. I didn't, and season two has been pretty good. Season one was really a lot better than I had anticipated, and season two has been great. And, and while I'm bummed at them for only releasing an episode a week, um, Paramount Plus does that. I just hate it. Just give me the shows. But uh, I'm okay with it now since there's not a lot of new stuff. Uh, the new Dead City. Uh, we do a Talking Walking Dead. Jason uh, Buttrell and my son Maximus still do Talking Walking Dead. Dead City is awesome it has been really really good uh if it goes it's back to uh walking dead days and negan shows up as negan maggie's there it's been really really good anyway and then uh new godfather of harlem new season for godfather of harlem with i mean it's been real i that show has been awesome uh and i know they take liberties with the way things happen but the the main it's based on a true story Bumpy was a real guy, right? I mean, we remember Denzel um, in uh, American Gangster with uh, Russell Crowe, based on a true story, okay? And so Bumpy, Forrest Whitaker is Bumpy Johnson, Godfather of Harlem. Anyway, it's just, uh, it's well worth a watch uh, if you have an opportunity. Plus, we have some new movies coming out. I don't have the list in front of me of all the new movies that are going to be released soon, but there's some really good movies coming. So just... Bite your tongue and see Indiana. And what's the other one? Oh, uh, the desert people. You know, uh, Asteroid City, the people that lived in the desert. Now, Asteroid City looks like a movie that is going to be kind of boring. Okay, so. 10 out of 10. What? 10 out of 10. It's a. Asteroid City, Asteroid 10 out of 10. 10 oh, out wait of 10. a second. The cast, the where is my phone? Because you. Oh, I, I gave you, you guys. You reviewed it. Oh, I on reviewed my it. phone. Yes, I did. And let's go back to um, a group text between me and you and Keith. The credits are so rolling. I'm so excited for you and Keith. So I texted Keith. Keith, I know you wait 30 years for a movie, um, but I just watched. Asteroid City is hilarious and fun to watch. Plus, you get to see Scarlett Johansson's boobs. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of that. I will say that. Now, now then, then is, I'm a visual person, and this movie nails the visual. The story makes no sense, but the rest is genius. That's not yes. 10 out of 10. Yes, because you're not there to understand Asteroid City, right? You're there to, to, to get in the mindset of of the guy who wrote the play Asteroid City. So you're watching. So, by the way. Oh, it's another play. Can, movie. Can, no, it's I not. A, well, yes. It. Yes and no. I can't. Can, can I just give a tip of the hat to uh, Breaking Bad? No. 
he nailed the, he's a narrator of the movie Brad Cranston and yeah. you have to watch the movie full screen because they do go they, do they give you that do they give you an well, option it, to watch it half screen yes because the movie was half of the movie was recorded in a um, box and then the and then if you don't watch it on the widescreen you're going to miss the jokes when Branson is talking about the set the place and because there's camera movement so you have to pay a little bit extra to get the bigger screen okay that way you could don't miss the jokes but the narrator he nailed it Scarlett Johansson nailed it it's a flat movie there's no um, jibs there's nothing it's just one screen right in front of yeah, you because it's a play it pans, and then it pans um, and going back to Scarlett Johansson it's not just her boobs it's full frontal nudity oh nice well we sure um, it's her oh it's her I, I, mean, reckon, I recognize that freckle <laughs> I recognize the freckle right above her belly button <laughs> I'll take a look and see if, if I recognize but it, it but. it's 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 a good one it's a good one it's a, it's it, I've right. I haven't had a, so much fun watching a movie. All right. Asteroid City, the desert people. Thank you, Chris Cruz. Another one, Sound of Freedom. Did we? Did I say we were going to go on? I already thanked you. Sound of Freedom, not a sponsored, even though I invested in the movie. But Sound of Freedom, go watch it. Pat got a screening. Keith got a screening. I got a screening. Um, I'm sorry. What? We all got screenings. Did you not get one? It was with the eggs. Did you not get that either? Seriously? What the f I don't think you're allowed to Why curse I, in your That's podcast. my show. I'll do what the hell I want. I don't think you're allowed to curse. Uh, so I hope your engineer board up the bleeps. Why am I not getting a screening of that? I don't know. Why didn't you get a screening? I don't know. I'm asking. I don't give him out. So maybe you call your homie Tim Ballard. Because he's more close to you than he is to me. Holy cow. That's right. That's Ballard's movie. I know. What? They called him. I'll I, could, I feel like texting him, him right you now. Sh you should. I'm going to text Tim Ballard right now. You should. He's right in the middle of busting some psycho with Which, by the kids. way, if you follow him on Instagram, he just busted this I know, I child him. harvesting ring in Africa. Mm. They were paying $250, I think it was, to baby mamas for them to give them the baby when they were born holy yeah, cow yeah yeah they, and you see the how they got how they got was, the baby awesome. be, yeah. oh n no it was not awesome and who raised money for them like when they, they shaved they, their head they're shaving at me you i raised thousands of dollars for them maybe you I needed to so raise pissed right now maybe you need to raise hundreds of thousands i mean i'm sorry that kids are getting taken all over the world so for those of you watching at home what he, the yeah. hell Jeffy are, is swiping. Did you find the number? Because you're swiping like there's no tomorrow. Oh, now he's typing. I've got it. Okay, hey, okay. Tim. Okay. Hey, Tim. Show the cameras so they can see yeah, it at I home. I can see. I'm typing. I'm typing. Oh, okay. I don't want to show the number. No, you can't number. show the number. Hey, Tim. I'll wait. I'll wait oh. before I, got, I need to calm down. I could give you free down. tickets. How about that? How about I give you free tickets and you could watch it at the movie theaters? I can do that. Yeah, but if I if I get the free screening, I can watch it at my house, right? That is true. So then we didn't even talk about, uh, but we got Barbie coming out the same weekend as Oppenheimer, uh, the twenty first of July. 
2023. Barbie, I mean, that whole thing is uh, just a, uh, well, it's being cemented. According to this article, the Barbie movie uh, is uh, cementing itself as the cultural event of the summer. Is it? Yes, I guess the answer is yes. I mean, we have the Airbnb, the Barbie Malibu Dream House, hosted by none other but than Ken, uh, is available for two one-night stays. If you're lucky enough to score one of them, it won't cost you a dime. Huh? And then, uh, apparently, more adults are now wanting to decorate their homes in Barbie core. Oh, Yeah. A palette made of primarily hot pink and similarly bold rosy hues like fuchsia and magenta. According to Times Searches, Barbie aesthetic bedroom on Pinterest searches have jumped over a thousand percent. Incredible. Xbox making a Barbie themed console. If my son even thinks once about getting that, we're going to have a real long chat. Uh, style inflows. Aldo is collaborating with Barbie on pink shoes and accessories. Ruggable has a line of Barbie rugs and doormats. Impala sells Barbie and Ken's neon yellow inline skates. Mattel is hoping these Barbie licensing deals will jolt the company from its current slumber in the first quarter. Yeah, no kidding, I bet. So there you go. We'll have that. And then we have Oppenheimer, right? So you have Oppenheimer, Barbie. Oppenheimer, Barbie. Margot Robbie, Oppenheimer. Margot Robbie, Oppenheimer. Which one do you choose? Oh, God. This thing. Over a billion views. Imagination. Think about it. You're gonna be singing it. You're welcome. You're welcome. You can think about Ryan Gosling if you want. It's Ken. I don't care. That's okay. But me, I mean, it's kind of embarrassing the way Margot looks at me. All right, please, dear Lord, stop. Dear Lord, stop. Well, it's Friday, so that means it's time for what's being called America's favorite game show, What's the Lie? What's the lie? Where contestants try to decipher the lie from our count of one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true. Thus, that's where we get what's the lie. Our contestant today, Jonathan Loheiza. If you win, not only will you come back for another round, you'll win a Talking Sense Jeffy Blue Freshie. For more information, you can go to Talking Sense Facebook group and find the Freshie Center Design just for you and if you or someone you love would like to be a contestant on what's the lie email chewing the fat at the blaze.com jonathan how are you sir 
my man doing well so uh how's life uh, you're living out of the west coast uh everything okay everything's well uh, that's what i like to hear i love california i just can't imagine living there anymore but i do love the state it is gorgeous. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. No matter, I mean, almost everywhere you go, it's beautiful. Putting the homeless people aside and, you know, all that other stuff. Don't worry about that. All right, so Jonathan, you ready to uh, take your, uh, dip your toes in the water of what's the lie? Let's do it, my man. I'm ready. All right. Uh, four headlines, one not real. What's the lie? Headline number one. Joey Chestnut in talks to host a new dating show, A Bite Out of Love. Headline number two. Scholar finds doodles made by Henry VIII in ancient prayer book. Headline number three. NASA is recycling 98% of astronaut pee and sweat on the ISS into drinkable water. Headline number four, air passenger gets a plane all to himself after waiting out 18 hours of delay. Those are your four headlines. Joey Chestnut in talks to host new dating show, A Bite Out of Love. Number two, scholar finds doodles made by Henry VIII in ancient prayer book. Number three, NASA is recycling 98% of astronaut pee and sweat on the ISS into drinkable water. Number four, air passenger gets plane all to himself after waiting out an 18-hour delay. All right, those are your four headlines. Jonathan from California, what is the lie? Brutal, but I'm going to have to go with number three. Number three, you think that NASA is recycling 98% of astronaut pee and sweat on the ISS into drinkable water. Oh, no. Darn it. I wanted you to win so bad, too, Jonathan. I mean, that's what we do here. We want people to win. That's, that's very disappointing. Well, thanks for listening to What's the Lie? What's the Lie? It's a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTF, WTL, MMXXIII. Number one. You would be correct. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> that was my first. Uh, was it though? Because it, did, it didn't seem like it was. It, it was. seemed like number three yeah, was. Oh, That's... Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, right. I want to go with your gut. Uh, well, you know, what can well, I you say? Know, Jeffy, if, I, if you go with your gut, you go with your gut. Thank you. Thank you. You, you can, can quote. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.